And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you're having a great week. Uh, sorry I missed the show on Monday. I was under the weather. Um, everybody blamed my wife. Um, she's the one who brought the plague uh, home with her. So, uh, yeah, she, she got she got me sick. Her fault. Um, great show today. I had, a, I had a lot of fun today. I was joined by my good friend, Remzo Martinez. Um, the episode got a little out of it. I mean, it was all over the place. I'm kind of already in, like, vacation Thanksgiving mode. I'm, like, I'm running around with, like, a chicken with my head cut off, and it's just a little scattered, right? So the podcast went off the rails, but I think you guys will still like it. <laughs> uh, before I get to Remzo, guys, follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. If you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate it. And if you like what you're hearing and want to get involved, hit us up over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Without further ado... Here is my very special Thanksgiving episode with the great Remzo Martinez. All right, guys, we're here with my friend Remzo Martinez. Remzo, how you doing, brother? I am doing A-OK, my man. You know, it's so funny. I was thinking of things to be thankful for in preparation for tomorrow, and as I was listening to the radio... My way to work out. I heard that half the metro station, half the metro stations in Washington D.C. are flooded. So I'm thankful that I don't have to take the metro to work anymore. So I'm very happy about that. Do you that. have a car? You just like Ubering around? Oh, I, I have a car. Well, I mean, the problem used to be like, you know, where, where are you going to park? How accessible is it? Time and everything. It used to just be cheaper and faster to get to work to take the metro. But now I take one road all the way there. I have really good hours, so I avoid rush hour. And I get free parking. I mean, yeah. So you're it all you're, you're a libertarian out. though, so you can park wherever the fuck you want. I mean, the world is your parking lot. It, I I bring some asphalt <laughs> with me, so I make roads as I go along. Who will build the roads? Remzo. Yeah, I'll make Remzo the roads. Martinez will make the roads. <laughs> all right, man, let's just start off with the uh, the big news story of the day, and uh, that is just the fact that Turkey is the worst of all the meats. Like there's out of every I'm so, animal, I'm so happy we're in agreement. Yeah, man, on out this. of all the animals, and I've eaten a lot of animals, a lot of animals, and turkey is by far the worst. Discuss. I so the past three years, my family has actually not had turkey. Well, technically three, more like two. Uh, three years ago, we had a turducken, which is a chicken stuffed in a duck stuffed in a turkey. And while that might sound good, I actually did not enjoy it as much because it made the turkey drier. And because duck is such a fat animal, it made that and the chicken like really greasy and stuff, and it kind of killed the flavor. So we were, we were vowed never to do a turducken again. But the last couple of years, we've done prime rib. And pr- there's just something about prime rib with everything else you would traditionally have on Thanksgiving. It's just a match made in heaven. Yeah, man. That's the way to go. I mean, it, of course, mammals are, are far superior to birds. I mean, this is known. I mean, this is just a fact. I mean, like yeah. the worst, I mean, any like the worst mammal to eat is better than the best bird. I mean, like rabbit and squirrel and stuff is like way better than even like the best duck. Like if it's if, if it's got My, hair, it's going to taste yeah. better than feathers. Like that's just, 
I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't know why people, I don't know why this is controversial. Like when I was in Australia, I did try uh, crocodile stew. Oh, it's delicious. Just, just, yeah, like crocodile actually does taste like oh, chicken. Yeah. Like I've always thought, you know, what if we got, I don't think anyone's done this. What if someone turned crocodile meat and turned it into a curry? That would be insanely good. Dude, I, I think just generally animals that live in the water are probably the best animals to eat. And then mammals are the second best category. Birds, or it's like, if you're just broke or just a degenerate who just hates himself, then just eat all the birds. I have noticed that when I'm on a budget or something, I eat less red meat and I eat more, more chicken. But here's the thing that always bugs me about birds, though. Like, why is their shit white? I don't know. It's not normal. You know? It Does it bother yeah, you? kind of. I mean, it didn't until just now. Because it bothers it, it me. It just now, right now, started bothering me, yes. Like, they don't eat white stuff. They eat bugs and other stuff like that. Like, none of those things are white. It makes no sense that their shit is white. Like, I, you, you, ever see a, you ever see a fish take a shit? It's no. It's not white. You ever see anything else take a shit? The fact that birds shit white stuff, that makes no sense. You know, another animal that, that does shit white is snakes, though. And I've always thought that was interesting as well. But I don't eat snake. So it does, I guess it doesn't, if I were, yeah, I like, bet, you know what? I bet snake tastes better than turkey. I guarantee it. When, when I, when I moved to Texas, when I moved to Texas, people used to talk about rattlesnake chili as being a thing you have to try once. And I was like, what does it taste like? And you know what they say? What? Tastes like yeah, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> like, why does, why do all these things taste like chicken, but it's better than chicken? Dude, I've had. I've not tried rattlesnake. I've eaten though. all I've manner. I've eaten all that. manner of animal, dude. And like, I really, I'm not even like joking that like turkey's one of the worst animals to eat. Dude, I ate Rocky Mountain oysters. Literally. Oh, why? Testicles taste better why? than turkey. I don't know. I'll try anything once. You wouldn't eat some some nuts on a bet. No. Like like here like here's the thing though. I've gotten I've gotten around to the idea of liking seafood because I did not try oysters up until two. Two what? years ago, and now whenever I see oysters anywhere, I, I just gorge oh, on yeah, oysters. Could, yeah, oysters on a half shell. Oh, like I, dude, come yeah, on. like like I started, like I started with like you know fried oysters and stuff. Then I'm just at like I'm at the point where it's like give me some horseradish and I'll just eat that oh, shit yeah, raw. Dude. Oh yeah, I don't even need anything on there. Just give it to me in a half shell and yeah, I'm good. Dude. I mean anything. I mean just how the superiority of aquatic animals to turkey. Is ridiculous. I mean, any like crayfish, ah, delicious. Oysters. Like I don't, I don't look at any of those things and think its face looks like a nutsack. Yeah, you know that's that's true as well. I mean, they shit white. They look like a nutsack. It's dry. I mean, dude, I don't even eat like I I I will eat chicken and turkey, but when I eat chicken for the last several years, like I don't know why I this weird thing that I have to put like hummus on it because it's so dry and terrible that like. I need something like hummus to make it palatable. And like with turkey, like the only way I can eat turkey is just covered in gravy and mashed potatoes. Like I went, I went through a, a keto oh, phase I keto right now, man. Uh, a couple oh, years ago. Keto. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah, like I like keto and, um, you know, I, I did a lot of stuff with like ground turkey, yeah. but like, here's the thing about it though. Like it's an imposter yeah. beef in a way. Way. because all the things i traditionally do with 
ground beef, I was doing of ground turkey. And the thing is, of ground turkey, you've got to season the shit out of that. It's like, uh, you know, it's like cauliflower rice. I was doing a lot of cauliflower rice too. And I would have to put like triple the amount of seasoning. And if you're like me and you want to put like soy sauce on sriracha or something, now it's like you're just killing yourself with sodium. So it's like, you know, even ground turkey is the imposture. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll make chili occasionally with ground turkey just because it's cheap. It's like half as expensive as beef and I'm poor. So, I mean, there's that. But like. Like if I've got make if I've got make chili for like a lot of people like on my last night of undergrad I made chili for everyone in my in my dorm like in my quad area like about six other people so like I got ground chili I got ground turkey because I, I could get a lot more of it and I could feed more people. I mean, obviously, the best ground meat to make chili is deer. You know, ground deer is it that is the best. Yeah. And like, dude, look, there's deer everywhere. Just go shoot a deer. But like, even if you're not a hunter, like I'm sure you know somebody. That is, and they're always trying to get rid of, rid of their ground, you know, because they always end up with like thirty pounds of ground meat per deer, and they just have, you know, they just give it away so it doesn't go bad in the freezer. So just like go to like your uncle or whatever who hunts, like, hey, can I have five pounds of deer? And they're like, yeah, sure. Way better than turkey, just much, much better. Take more. It's great. Anyway, okay, so yeah, we should get in some real. New- well, speaking of birds, uh, Washington D.C., where you live, Remzo, was shut down because of some geese yesterday. There was a <laughs> man. I did not know about that until I got home. That's the weird thing about I it. Mean, everybody was freaking out, like I, because there's an aerospace violation over DC. The Air Force scrambled fighter jets out of Andrews, and it turns out there was no aircraft. It was a flock of geese. So just well done. I mean, to everyone involved, well done. You scared the crap out of uh, the entire citizenry of Washington DC over a flock of geese. You know, at least I know they're working because, I, you know, there's always this lingering part of me that's like, you know, we say we're ready for another 9-11, but like, are we? Are we? So at least I know that if shit's about to go down, if a flock of geese can trigger that, we're good. Yeah, that's definitely a a glass half full take right there. But look, I mean, I think we should have shot down the geese. Like, we're really going to allow these terrorists. Yeah, we're really going to let these Iranian geese violate our airspace shoot them down cook the geese i got we're gonna let these geese get away with it give me a break that's a real american thanksgiving right there geese that were shot down by an f-18 what is more maga than that i just want to know if anything's gone yeah like i want to know if anything would be left after that like it would probably just literally disintegrate hey man let's uh let's not let facts get get in the way here uh by the way, geese uh, taste way better than turkey. That's just... Anything yeah. does. I mean, they're, they're kind of greasy and oily, but way, way, way better and juicier than turkey. Um, Hunter Biden. Um, no, Talk about no, turkey right there. <laughs> notorious great guy, <laughs> Hunter Biden. <laughs> uh, got in some trouble for smoking crack at a, at a strip club. So I, I'm starting to think this Hunter Biden guy might not be... Um, a, a great guy. Like he might not be like the nicest guy in the world. I, yeah, really? I know, like, what, what makes you think? What makes you I think? I was that? on board with Hunter Biden until the crack thing, dude. All right, the audience knows I'm in the I, just the, crack, <laughs> just the thing. crack thing. We we should talk about Hunter Biden, but like before we get into it, like I, I'm in the music business. The audience knows that, so I, I do know a lot of like famous rich millionaires, and they all do cocaine. But if you're a rich white guy. You're supposed to do cocaine. You're not supposed to smoke crack. Like, who smokes crack anymore? Like, that's not a thing, man. 
That's like the Dr. Thunder yes. of like yes. grocery store soda. Yes. It's like the bag of chips that it just says chips. Like it's not, you know what I mean? It's not even like a brand. It's just chips. Crack. Who does crack? <laughs> Give me a break, Hunter Biden. Can you just do blow? I mean, just do the cocaine. Like, why yeah, do you need? Why like, do you need crack? Like, it's it's just one of those things where it's like he 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 willingly chose that. <laughs> like, that's his thing. Of He's preference. a millionaire. Come on, you can get any drugs you want. You can go to like South America and do one of those like weird drug induced like trips where you like ayahuasca. ayahuasca, where you go to like Pluto for a month or whatever in your brain. But he reaches for the crack pipe. Talking like what? Dead people. <laughs> Oh gosh! It uh, you know, it really surprised me too because the name of that strip club is called Archibald's Gentleman Club, and that's a notorious, you know, very white collar DC strip club. And um, you know, I just when like every everyone who's been around this town enough know has heard the stories of the people that go there. I have a friend that actually worked there as a as a cocktail waitress. And what what's really funny is um, the last job I. I had where I was basically like selling cheap Chinese makeup in the inner city. Uh, <laughs> like the last week. Hold on, I was a second. There. Hold on a second. Wait, you don't just yeah, brush past. Well, don't... <laughs> it's not something. <laughs> That's hilarious. Listen, listen, we could go, we could go on a whole tangent, but let's just say I was not doing great in between jobs. <laughs> and I thought it was an advertising firm and I got hoodwinked. So anyway, I'm just like, well, this is my life now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm with this other guy who's my supervisor who is basically kind of like a slave driver. We're in D.C. trying to get people to buy these $20, you know, uh, makeup kits. And at one point, we passed by Archibald's, and it's in the middle of the day, so, you know, we were joking. It's like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we went to go sell some stuff to some strippers? So my supervisor's like, wait here. He takes three of my bags of makeup, and he goes inside, and 20 minutes later, he comes out, and all the bags are gone. And I'm like, what did you do? He's like, I sold it to one of the strippers and then all the her other stripper friends saw that she bought one so they all wanted to buy the others and then one of them offered me a lap dance for half off and then the bouncer kicked me out when he saw i was selling something so bottom line we have five minutes to leave before he calls the cops and we ran away wow that's not that's something yeah. that happened yeah hey, did, that's my <laughs> life. did he did he mention seeing uh any sons of vice presidents smoking crack? Uh, no, because, I mean, they, they want to go at night when, like, you know, normal people are asleep and stuff. So, I mean, it was it was one of those moments where they were definitely getting ready because we saw a few strippers walk in and they were still, like, fully clothed. But you could look at them, especially as they were going towards the direction of Archibald's. And you're like, those are totally strippers. Then they walk in and you give yourself a high five because your stripper radar goes off. So, I mean, I, I'm not. Not gonna name names, but you know, I could tell you a certain former uh, president whose wife ran for president used to frequent uh, Archibald's. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, you I have know, no idea just, who you're referencing. It's a place I, I can't figure. I can't put it together. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want a self-inflicted gunshot <laughs> wound or to strangle myself to death. But like you know, Archibald's is truly a bipartisan place. Let's put it that way. It, it does not surprise. I mean, when I hear about people going there and the stuff they do, especially in the, you know, in the, uh, in like the heavy roller rooms where you can get like, like snort coke off people. Like it's, it's, you know, it is DC in its fullest form. Oh, I mean, look, I know all these people are degenerate monsters. 
I mean, that's like I, I just I've accepted that. Like, I know that all politicians, well, like, family well, members, like here's the thing, though, like I don't have a problem. Yeah, like I don't have a pro- problem with like people going to strip clubs. I don't have a problem with strippers. I have a problem with the stuff that goes on in that strip club, because the stuff that goes on in that strip club is like something out like Gotham City. Yeah, like the only thing that bothered me reading that article, I think it was in the New York Post that 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 broke the article, uh, was the crack part. That was the only surprising thing. It's like, oh, you know, politicians or politicians' sons, millionaires are hanging out in strip clubs doing shady shit. Yeah, that's normal. Crack? We're yeah, crack? Awesome. I'm like, come on, that's the only thing that raised my eyebrows. I'm like, why crack? Like, what the heck's wrong with this guy? I think the sh- <laughs> you think the strippers judged him when he pulled out the yes. crack pipe? They're like, oh, this guy's obviously not going to pay us yeah. more. I mean, they're probably like, these, these strippers are like, man, this guy's the worst. They got disgusted. <laughs> like, this guy is immoral. Yeah. My goodness. Reaching for the... Who does, who does crack? crack? This is 2019. It's a white millionaire. <laughs> like, white millionaires do not do... that. Come on. It would have made more sense if he was doing heroin. Yeah. That That's the middle class... I'm sorry, that's like the working class white person. Yeah, it's like struck. the white crack. Yeah. Yeah. But when you go for crack... <laughs> like... <laughs> it's just odd. I, I hope whoever he... I hope I hope whoever he bought that from charged him more just as a principle. <laughs> it's just not one of those things like I, I've never been done cocaine. Like I don't do hard drugs. It's just not it's not my thing. But like I've been offered coke like at least a million times. No one's ever like, hey, man, do you want to smoke crack? Like this is not like that's not just a thing that happens, at least in my world. I've never seen crack before. Like that's not you know what I mean? Like who does crack? It's just, it's weird, I, man. It's just, but you know, like for Hunter Biden, I just feel like it's, for him though, it makes sense. Like if you tell me Chelsea Clinton's doing crack, I'm going to call you a liar. If you tell me Hunter Biden's doing crack, like this man's already like, you know, a full season of the Maury Kovitz show. Yeah. Like the stuff that's going on with him is just like, I equate Hunter Biden and Joe to like the last emperors of Rome. When they were just dressing up as animals and screwing everything that moved, <laughs> while the whole empire falls apart. Yes, yes. they're they're Commodus. They're Emperor <laughs> Commodus. That's that's what they are. Is that the guy from? Uh, it was from Gladiator. No, which which one was he? No, Commodus was a. Uh, he was Commodus was Marcus Aurelius's son, who was like a degenerate, and Marcus Aurelius was like a brilliant. Emperor, he was a good man and, and a brilliant military commander, and his son was just this rich, stupid, <laughs> like just degenerate. All the all the incest and yeah. crack finally got to him. <laughs> yeah, man, a lot of crack pipes in ancient Rome. Oh boy! All right, so let's uh, let's let's turn to some positive stuff. Uh, it is Thanksgiving tomorrow. Uh, a lot, a lot. Oh, Joe's a grandpa. So, I mean, he be- <laughs> congrats, Joe. <laughs> yeah, if anybody missed that, it came out that uh, uh, Hunter Biden found out a couple days ago that that he had fathered a, an illegitimate child in like Oklahoma or something. Mazel tov. So, Mazel tov. <laughs> but, all right. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, uh, let's kind of look back at the the last year, 2019. Uh, what are we grateful for specifically in the world of politics? And I, I have a couple things. But uh, just in the spirit of Thanksgiving, Ramzo, what's the main thing you're grateful for, uh, unironically, in the world of politics in 2019? I'm thankful that Ralph Northam is a racist. (laughs) 
Because that ends almost all conversations with Virginia Democrats. Yeah. So it's the ultimate Joker card. Yeah, they're true uh, colors. Bad choice of words. Uh, I but, see what uh, you did there. Really came out <laughs> with, with the Ralph Northam situation, huh? I mean, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. And what's sad, though, is that now they can't even hide the fact that they would lovingly and willingly you know, vote for that man if he could run for a second consecutive term. You could be a racist. You could rape people. You could be an utter communist. But as long as you're a Democrat, they will fight people to the death to defend it's you. Amazing. And Ralph Northam really showed that, so I'm thankful for him. Just You're just thankful that you saw that your fellow citizens of Virginia, they, they outed themselves. <laughs> they, they really I took ha- the mask I, off. I have no more, I'm giving no more benefits of the doubt. Like, I've, I'm living the most honest life I can. They took the face paint off and showed the world who they really are. They really, truly did. One can of shoe polish away from a very bad the day. The hoods came off. They took the hoods off and exposed themselves <laughs> to the world. My goodness. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm thankful that we didn't start a war with Iran. And I, I mean I mean that. And the audience gets I, I bring up Iran all the time and, and, and so apologize I'm gonna do it again. But like I'm very thankful that President Trump didn't bomb Iran because the majority of both political parties and the entire press, um, and obviously the military industrial complex really, really wanted to go to war with Iran. They've wanted it for a long time. And we had an opportunity to do it. You know, they they seized that British oil tanker, um, and then they shot down one of our predator drones. And I mean, the war machine was 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 going strong, man. Like we were, it was. I I thought for a minute there we were going to start bombing Tehran, and uh, it didn't happen. You know, like President Trump was going to respond um, with some kind of military strike, um, and he asked the generals that put it together how many how many Iranians are going to die. They said 150, and he said uh, no, not not going to do that. Uh, they shot down a robot, a flying robot that's not worth 150 human souls, um, and that was like uh, that. That was like the most ethical, moral thing a U.S. president's done in my lifetime. Um, excellent decision by Trump not to kill 150. Yeah, he he identified that foreigners are also right. human beings. <laughs> right, and like I'm <laughs> legitimately thankful for that. Like a lesser president would have started dropping bombs because they shot down our flying robot. I think Obama would have. Obviously, George W. Bush would have. <laughs> I think, I, I think Clinton would have. I, I think a lesser president would have started bombing the Persians over the drone, and we didn't. And as of now, I mean, who knows? It's only 1130. Uh, so we never know. But as of now, like as soon, yeah. as, as, soon as this comes out, <laughs> as of as of now, uh, the, the Democrats and a lot of Republicans and the military industrial complex has not gotten their wish of going to war with Iran. So I'm very, very thankful for that. And I will change mine a little bit to add on to yours. I'm thankful that John Bolton is far, far, far away from the White House. Man, oh, man, that guy's terrifying. Why do so many conservatives? Just the why, why do so many conservatives like John Bolton? Like it, it's really weird to me, man. Like people that I respect because they because they love destruction. I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. I think John Bolton speaks to the wolf inside everyone that just says you want to like kill everything that you don't like just for the sake of doing so. And John Bolton has never seen a conflict he hasn't wanted to insert himself into. This is the man who a year ago said he wanted to do the North 
North Korea, what we did to Libya. Libya is a failed state where they're selling slaves and putting the videos on YouTube. And that's your idea of success? We've been fighting dudes in the Middle East in two countries for two decades who wear flip-flops and have AKs from the Cold War. And that's what your idea of fun? Muammar Gaddafi was sodomized to death with a bayonet on camera, on the streets. I mean, saying that you want to do to North Korea what we did to Libya, and I, I had actually forgotten that he said that. That is horrific that he said that. I don't care how evil Kim Jong-un is. Like, I don't care. Like, that's not how we do business in the West. That's not how we do business in Western civilization. We do not allow our enemies to be sodomized to death in public. Like, that's just not, that's not how we do things. So, yeah, man. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, somebody, I think it was actually Tulsi Gabbard, she was on the Joe Rogan show, and she said, you know, the most, she knew the moment she was never going to get along with Hillary Clinton was when she was running for president, she was talking about Libya, and she said, we came, we saw Gaddafi died, and then she started laughing. And Tulsi Gabbard was like, this bitch is no joke. Evil. 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 I mean, that that's, the Libya situation is actually worse, I think, than the Iraq war. I mean, I think, yeah, we don't even talk about yeah. it because it's just that bad. I mean, it, it, it's a failed state. And then a lot of the states surrounding Libya are, have been destabilized. And a lot of them are failing states as well. I mean, like we literally destabilized an area in North and central Africa, roughly the size of the continental United States. So can we be thankful that Donald Trump is president and Hillary Clinton yes. is not? <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> I know that isn't necessarily a ni- uh, 2019 thing, but yes, no, I'm, I'm very, very, and we, it's an everyday we, thing. Look, and, and no, I mean, I mean that unironically too. And we, we talked before we hit record that like, you didn't vote for Trump. You voted for a <clears throat> big muffin. Ouch. Probably seemed like a good idea at the time, but, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's better than, you know, doing crack at Archibald's <laughs> strip club. Okay. <laughs> like, pick your poison. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have a bad vote. Sure. Oh, yeah, slap on my hand. Silly me. Damn it, Hunter Biden. <laughs> Why you got to do crack, bro? Crack. Come on. <laughs> crack? <laughs> well, we were talking earlier before we... That's an intentional bad choice. <laughs> but we, uh, we were talking earlier before we started recording that, like, Neither one of us like Trump at all. Like I very, I voted against him in the primary, and then I reluctantly voted for him in the general. You didn't vote for him at all, and like over the last few years, we've both, like, we've he's grown on us both. Like it's been a, it's a very odd evolution in our opinions on Trump over the last few years. Like he's really sold us in a lot of ways for a lot of different reasons. You know? So many, so many MAGA hats are in my closet now. <laughs> so many. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Real ones, Chinese ones. Like, <laughs> no, I'm excited thing. to vote for him next year. I, I really am. I, uh, he, I, he's earned a second term. He definitely deserves a second term for a multitude of reasons. But maybe the, the biggest reason being he's objectively hilarious. Like he's objectively like taunting Joe Biden for the whole Ill- illegitimate grandchild thing. Like that happened. Where do you want the cigars, Joe? <laughs> like, dude, that's hilarious. I mean, that's objective. Like, I don't care who you are. You could be the biggest Trump hater in the world. The man is just funny. Oh, the Greenland thing. Remember the remember the Greenland hotel when he was like, I promise <laughs> I won't do this. <laughs> Trump Tower. 
in the middle of Greenland. Dude, just wanting to buy Greenland is hilarious. I mean, that's hilarious because that's like, like, I don't know, man. Like, that's just funny. I mean, he's just looking at a globe one day. He's like, uh, Greenland's right there. Why does Denmark have it? I, I think when he gets a second invert, when he gets a second term, though, like, you know, Greenland is totally ours. We should buy Greenland. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm I, all I 100% think, you know, pro wanted, Greenland. That's an American tradition of wanting Greenland at yeah, this point. Uh, Truman tried to buy it. Oh, I, I know we I know we got to go in a minute, but I just want to play, play a quick clip here. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll turn this up. So this is Conan. Right now, probably the world's most famous dog. You use the word probably. And Conan is a uh, incredible, it's an incredible story. I learned a lot about this particular type of dog. And it's uh, it's trained that if you open your mouth, you will be attacked. <laughs> you want to be very, very careful. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and just like you... You watch Mike Pence and Conan like stare at each other and, you know, Pence is like, you know, I think you can actually be my best friend. I think Pence is going to adopt Dude, a dog. Dude, he should. He should absolutely. Dude, okay, is... my, my favorite thing, my favorite thing on earth is waiting for Bill Crystal to say stupid shit on Twitter. Like, I just love it so much. And, like, I... I had to unfollow him just because, like, the the weaponized stupidity <laughs> that comes out of him is too Dude, much. I, it, it, and it's just him. Like I like a lot of the never Trumpers. Like I like Jonah Goldberg. I listen to his podcast all the time. You know, like I, I like a lot of these guys. I still respect a lot of them. I disagree with him on Trump, obviously, but I respect all these guys. I have absolutely no respect for Bill Crystal at all. Like the dude has lost his mind. Like None. he opposed Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. He opposed tax cuts and deregulation and the repeal of net neutrality. Just because orange man bad. It's like he's not even like... So, all right, I was waiting, and I tweeted this as soon as that hilarious moment in the Rose Garden with the hero dog happened. I'm like, I am waiting for Bill Crystal to shit on the dog. <laughs> he will. And he waited. He made us wait 24 hours. He made us, But he did. He couldn't. You could tell he was going to literally explode. He was going to, like, vaporize if he didn't use the dog to shit on Trump. Like he couldn't. He would have. He was holding his like breath. He yes, he was like cutting himself, himself and so like he was like burning holes in his leg and stuff like to try to not tweet, but he <laughs> couldn't help it. He was like, because there was like a rumor that the dog is like a, a a girl dog, not a boy dog, which ended up not being true. Doesn't really matter either way. But he had to tweet like in all caps, like of course, Conan is a girl dog because lately only only women have the 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 courage to stand up to authoritarians like Trump. It's like, one, that makes no sense. Like, that, what does that even mean? And two, the, the dog, dog was literally couldn't... licking his <laughs> I hand. know, and he couldn't, like, Bill Crystal <laughs> couldn't not shit on the dog. Like, he just, he can't, like, you can't let Trump have the dog. It's a hero dog. It killed the leader of ISIS, dude. Like, you can't, really? But he did it. Bill Crystal. My favorite thing is just watching Bill Crystal just melt down on Twitter. Like, it is, it is my favorite thing. Really? The dog? I, I am genuinely afraid that when Trump wins re-election, there will be mass liberal suicides. I don't know, man. And that Bill Crystal will be amongst them. I hope that doesn't happen, but... Like, you know that, like, you know that movie The Happening, where, like, people just start, like, walking off the roof of that big yeah. building and, like, falling? Like, I'm afraid that might actually happen to some people. Funny story with The Happening. Yeah, except instead of plants trying to kill everybody, it'll just be 
just Trump. Orange, Orange man, man bad. bad, just causing people to kill themselves. Yeah, like, funny story about the happening, way off topic. My uncle uh, is, a, is a set builder in, uh, in Philadelphia, and he's worked on all the M. Night Shyamalan movies. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and including the happening, obviously. And I remember, <laughs> like, over Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, one year when he was building the set to the happening, and uh, I was like, hey, what are you working on? Is it going to be any good? He was like, obviously, no way to tell, but, you know, what the movie's actually going to look like. But I have a feeling it's going to be terrible. The bad guy in this movie is Plants. So I'd, I'd probably <laughs> skip this one. And, like, he's just in the preliminary stages of building the set and like him and his entire crew could already tell that it was going to be a dog shit movie <laughs> which is just hilarious oh, to me and it was very bad horrible movie terrible, terrible. when you killed john leguizano in the first <laughs> act you've lost me just terrible man has that guy released anything good since like six cents he does a he does a couple of one-man shows he did a one-man show called uh oh wait m night yeah. Shyamalan or Shyamalan ding dong uh, gla- gla- I have not, I was about to say glass, but I didn't even see that. <laughs> I also didn't see split either. So actually, no, I'm gonna take it back. He hasn't done anything good. <laughs> it's hilarious. You're about to advocate for a movie that you'd never seen. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to advocate for two movies I didn't see. I love um, I, I love Unbreakable. I think Unbreakable is actually one of like the proto like gritty superhero films that has actually inspired a lot of the stuff that's come out. Uh, so like I think Unbreakable. Breakable is actually one of the best films ever I've made. I've never seen it, but yeah, I've never about... seen it. But I mean, hey, look, I, I've never done crack. I've never done it's, crack it's, either. It's, so it's, like, maybe crack's great. I don't know. I would rec- I would recommend watching Unbreakable before All doing right. crack. <laughs> Slightly better than crack. All right, man. I know I gotta let you go. Uh, man, this was a weird episode, but uh, this went all, all over, over the place. Crack. Place. Damn you, Hunter, Hunter Biden. Biden. Man, he just really <laughs> has that effect on people. But all right, man. Your new book. Uh, you gotta plug it, brother. You gotta plug it. It's really good. Tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight through Cyber Monday, you can get a ebook copy of my brand new novel, How to Succeed in Politics and Other Forms of Devil Worship for four ninety nine. Five dollars. Um, you know, we're doing this this is the last sale for this book that we're doing, cutting prices. And uh next week you can go ahead and also get a discounted signed copy that can be mailed out to you or your loved one or friends by uh you know before Christmas. So get on that. Sale starts tonight at midnight so technically thanksgiving through cyber monday and the ebook i'm sorry and the sign book sale goes uh on sale monday on my website rwmartinez.com that's rwmartinez.com i probably shouldn't mention that you're only able to sell your ebook for five bucks because the you know the vietnamese children in sweatshops making the ebook are only paid like a dollar a day so i'm trying to give them a break (laughs) Is that how it works? I don't know. Everybody check out the book. It is great. Uh, Everybody follow Remzo on Twitter. He's fantastic. I'm sure he'll be back on soon. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving and no gimmicks. (laughs) 